This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, it's William Tincup, and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today, we have Gabe on from Fierce Incorporated, and our topic today is strategies to combat stress during an inflationary post-COVID complex environment. So, it's a lot to unpack. Can't wait to get into it with Gabe and learn from him. So, Gabe, would you do us a favor and introduce yourself and Fierce Incorporated. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Gabe De La Rosa. I am the Chief Behavioral Science Officer for Fierce Incorporated. Uh, we are a learning and development organization. We help um, all kinds of different companies really overcome the most challenging problems that they face. Um, the, the, the base or the foundation of our organization really is around um, work around fierce conversations, which is a, a really uh, important discipline created by Susan Scott. Um, and it really has grown from there. It's really about understanding how conversations impact really the relationship, really impact the workplace, really impact um, all kinds of results and how, how they can get over that. And I'm relatively new to fierce. Um, I, I come with a background in industrial and organizational psychology, specifically uh, looking into how occupational stress impacts the way that um, people act at work, people um, stay at work, people leave work, all kinds of outcomes. There's, there's tons of things we can get into. It's basically essentially looking to see how stress impacts work. I love and I'm helping them really look at how stress impacts employees and what kinds of things that we can do to help employees um, really navigate this new environment that we're in now. Well, I first became aware of Fierce probably in the aughts at some point, uh, maybe it was around a new book signing or, uh, or something at, at uh, what used to be called ASTD, but now it's called ATD. And uh, I think the, the the folks were based in Seattle or something, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. And I just love the concept of tackling conversations rather than avoiding, you know, the, the avoidance or, or acting like it's not there. All the, all the, all the things we do in life where something's difficult, we, 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 uh, we've obfuscated in some way, shape or form. I love just the premise of just like, well, let's just head into it. It's, it's not going away. It shouldn't go away. Let's just head into the conversation. So I just love the background of fierce. Um, and before we get into what we're going to be talking about, which is which is you know a lot of around uh, you know the research you've been doing your specialty, um, I became familiar with a, an assessment of God a hundred years ago called the Berkman in Houston, Texas, and uh, the research that was done, I believe it was on World War II pilots, if I'm not mistaken, was basically your personality has. You know, you, normal, 
and you under stress and uh and then it and it bifurcated okay communications and and uh you know things things that all kinds of different things that would play out with you under stress you're you're just i guess the premise of the of the assessment was you're different under stress now how you're different plays out in a lot of different ways and it'd be good for you to know those things that'd be kind of uh, an awareness but it's also good for your team to know those things so are you familiar with the Berkman or any of their research? Yeah, yeah, I am. There's, there's a lot of research. Um, and that's, that's a really good example. That's one of many different examples. Um, and I think what you did, you hit the nail on the head. It's really about self-awareness. Right. I, Awareness of A, what you look like normally, how you interact with people, how people think you are in, in normal situations, and then what you feel like when you're under stress. Um, yep. if you're aware of, of the warning signs of stress, then you can say, oh, wow, I'm under stress right now. And maybe the reason why I think um, this is a threatening email or this was a threatening conversation maybe has something to do with me as, as opposed to the objective reality of what's going on. Yeah, it's, so yeah it's, that's, that's really key. It's, and it's easy to blame the other person because you're not what uh, we we uh, aren't as aware of our of ourselves uh, it's I'm, I'm always fascinated by golfers uh, probably most athletes in the sense of they know their body really really well I don't know my body that well but they know they're really like I remember Tiger Woods talking about like he could tell like when his pinky was just you know, like he had to tweak one little thing in his pinky to then, I'm like, I, I just don't pay attention. And it's not that I don't pay attention. I'm not that aware. I haven't, I haven't tuned or dialed in to that awareness. And I think as we relates to stress and mental well being, et cetera, it's, it's kind of tuning and fine tuning and, and, uh, and, and dialing in to understand yourself. And I'll, I'll give you an example of, of the Berkman that, I, that you'll find fascinating. So when uh, I ran an ad agency a uh, uh, hundred years ago, my business partner and I, who are different polar opposites of one another, but you know, great guys, just different. Um, one of the things we learned is you, know, you took the test, you learned about yourself. And then you'd also learn about yourself as it relates to other people. And one of the things I learned is that I make decisions really quickly, you know, not necessarily great decisions, <laughs> but, but I, I, I process information. I make decisions quickly. And my business partner uh, is very reflective, uh, you know, very, very smart would uh, investigate and uh, ponder and reflect and uh, seek other kind of data points and then make conclusions. And what we learned about each other in that just that simple kind of example is that I was creating stress for him because I would I wanted him to make decisions like I made decisions. And he was creating stress for me <laughs> in much the same way. So what we learned after kind of unpacking that is like I would tell him, okay, here's here's what I think. And then and then acknowledge. Okay, I know you need, you know, I know you need your, your time to do your work, your process, get back to me. But then it, I would, I would find myself, I'm not stressed about that anymore. He'll come to, you know, he'll do his work, his process, we'll come back together at one point, and we'll, 
then reconcile whatever we have to do in that decision. So I wasn't creating stress for him. He wasn't creating stress for me, but it was only because we, we had an instrument that then helped us kind of unpack those things, not just about our own awareness of stress, but also how we create stress for others. Yeah, that's an excellent example. Um, you, you really um, summed it up so well there. Um, really understanding deep down who you who you are and who you're working with and how people operate can be super, super helpful. And, and it really just shines a light on what we at Fierce Conversations really value is having that conversation. Right. Um, when you have that conversation, you put all that emotional baggage that you've been holding on inside put it out there and, and you can come to a, an understanding. It's not always easy. It's not always um, amazingly happy. Um, but in the end, it works out oh as, as you it's inc- example. It's incredibly liberating because again, you know, as you said, you, you, you take the emotion out of it. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay, you, you know, he could have easily said you make decisions too quickly and, you know, maybe could have been kind of an emotional thing, or I could have said you're too slow. It could have been an emotional thing. We didn't do that because we had the conversation of you, you process information in the way that's personal to you, that makes sense for you. And we're probably going to come to the same conclusion, on a lot of these things, but we're going to come about it in different ways and different doesn't mean better. And I think that's one of the things that I had to learn about myself is like I, having, having, you know, making people kind of this f- false construct of they have to behave like I have to behave. And I think that's a part of kind of learning in, in, a, in, a, work, in a work setting is that, no, actually, people behave their, <laughs> the way that they're going to thrive, the way they feel like they're going to thrive. And you've got to actually understand and kind of and uh, decode kind of where they are as opposed to where you want them to be. And uh, so enough about the, you know, that the, I know we're going to get to stress a bunch, but I just want to give you some backstory on, on my relationship with stress with COVID. And again, we, I think we kind of talked ourselves into a, a recession, but COVID. Okay. So you've got that stressor. Then you've got the stress of some type of financial instability. How how should we be dealing with stress at work? Like what what is the advice that that you give to to your your customers around kind of unpacking stress and and getting people to having you know more productive and and more balanced and better more better well being uh, at work? Yeah, that's a, that's a huge question. Uh, so yeah, in the light of COVID, in the light of, you know, like I said, we don't know if we're going to have a recession. Right. We definitely got inflation. I mean, yeah, we definitely have got the, yep, yep, that's for <laughs> when sure. When I fill up my gas tank, I'm 100% <laughs> sure we have inflation. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I filled up the other day for 361 and I felt like I hit the lottery. Like literally. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's how they've um, got, wow. that's, that's how they, 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 you feel like. You know that they've pushed you over this brink. Like I literally stopped the car. I saw three sixty one. I turned around. I'm like, turn around, yeah, yeah. I got to go get this before before <laughs> before the changes. Like tomorrow, anyhow. Yep. Uh, but yes, we definitely have inflation. One hundred percent. That's one hundred percent. And that, um, you know, depending on your employees' 
level of financial security can be a stressor in and of itself. Yeah, um, good point. So it, it, you, for, for people who are really um, financially insecure, th that can be probably the most stressful thing that you can even imagine, um, especially when you're talking about filling up your gas tank, for example. That's how they get to and from work. Um, when that becomes more expensive than the money that they're actually uh, planning on getting at work for that day, uh, that's a difficult decision. Um, but I digress. So the, the, the type of advice that I give is, is really, um, number one, give resources to manage the stress because the stress is increasing and the stress uh, can create um, problems for the employee and for the organization, uh, period. What do those resources look like? Typically, what, what, what we recommend is really um, education around, like, like we mentioned earlier, education around the stress response cycle, really. Mm. Just what is stress? What does it look like when people are stressed? What does it feel like when people are stressed? So that they can really understand that, right? So that's key, right? Real quick, um, Gabe, the stress response cycle, I've heard that once. I think it was at a PSYOP. But I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if the lay person would know what that is. Yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah. Um, thank you for that. Um, so what I mean by the stress response cycle, it's really there's something in the environment. Um, let's just keep with the uh, with the gas example. You, you know, <laughs> you just paid a hundred dollars to fill up your tank, um, and and then that activates something in your your own biological psychological. Uh, system, right? So biologically, oh, maybe I'm sweating. Maybe my palms are sweaty. Maybe my mouth is dry. Maybe, uh, so those are things that we can pick up on, right? Psychologically, there's there's a feeling that you get, right? Um, maybe it's uh, regret, maybe it's anxiety, something like that. And that, those uh, emotions, those feelings lead you to a, a type of behavior, Right, and maybe the behavior is okay. I'm going to drive less, or um, that—that's one example. Another one is, oh, I'm feeling this anxiety. Maybe I need to uh, do something and exercise about it. Anyways, those behaviors lead to um, further reinforcement of either you're going to get higher or lower stress because of those behaviors. Um, that's why it's called basically a cycle. I don't know. Did that did that make sense there? Absolutely, hundred percent. Awesome. So yeah, it's really giving employees to understand that um, and then giving them the tools, really basic, really easy to understand techniques, methods that they can use to really uh, mitigate the impact of stress, right? Um, for example, a deep breathing So stress exercise. is going to happen. It's just yeah. how do you limit or how do you diminish uh, the impact of stress? Mm -hmm. And that's exactly it. How do you mitigate it? How do you diminish it? And that's what that's one that's one area, right? There's tons of different um, techniques that we use: um, meditation, uh, mindfulness, proper exercise, those types of things. And they can be useful for, as you mentioned, for the mitigation of stress. Just assuming that it's going to be there. Now, where fierce sort of um, adds additional uh, ammunition for the employee and employers to overcome this is really to help them a 
identify what's stressing you out, right? Um, so what we're doing now is we're, we're offering um, using wearable technology, really helping people to understand, okay, when is it that I'm most stressed, right? What was happening during that interaction? Why was it stressful for me, right? But then track- you, are you looking at uh, causal relationships? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, essentially we're looking at what's causing you to have elevated heart rate, right? What's causing you to have basically cardiovascular signs of stress. Mm-hmm. And when we figure that out, then we can identify, okay, are there some things that we can use basically the discipline of fierce conversations to not only to just mitigate these stressors, but to actually attack these stressors head on. Right. So if it's a meeting that happens every week or an interaction that you have uh, from time to time with a certain employee, we, we, we track, we figure out what those things are. And we help to actually train people to have the conversations that are needed to um, either reduce or eliminate that, that stressor there. Well, what I love about this is it's uh, similar to homeopathic medicine. Mm-hmm. Is you're not treating the symptom, you're treating the cause. But you got in order to understand the cause, you got to unpack, you got to identify it, you got to get to the cause, and you can treat reasonably. You can treat the cause, and in y'all's case, you treat the cause with conversations that then bring them back to education, awareness, resources, etc. That's that's exactly correct, and I really like the analogy of homeopathic medicine, as opposed to only treating the, uh, the symptoms, as right. opposed to only um, trimming the top of those weeds, right. you're pulling the roots. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you're stressed out. You can take a Zanny. Yeah, sure. That's, <laughs> that's I mean, and, and again, no hate for folks that take Xanax. Mm-hmm. I, I took it for years. Um, but, but the idea is it's not dealing with the underpinnings of what's causing that. Um, and so I think, you know, one of the, one of the things I wanted to ask you about why I had you is myth versus truth of, of consumption of stress, meaning mm-hmm. are there some human beings, or some people within the organization that can just consume stress more or in a different way or better than others? Uh, the answer to that is absolutely yes. There okay. are some people who can tolerate stress more than, uh, than others. Um, And I'll back it up a a, a notch, right? Uh, Going back to that stress response cycle. There are people who, when the objective environment says gas is at, you know, $800 a gallon, they don't actually see that as stressful. They they naturally um, cognitively think about it in a different way. Oh, this is what it is. So it's not really a stressor. Um, Right. So that's, that's one thing as well. So A, it's how do you interpret your objective environment? And then B, once you interpret that, what do you do with that information? So those are two things that really impact how someone's going to respond to stress. Is that uh, a nurture versus nature question? Is that, is that something that you can train yourself to be better at? Or is it something in your DNA and uh, it just is what it is? That's a really good question. And, and this is one of those things, classic psychology here. 
where it's a little bit of both. Right? Yeah, of course. Um, it's a it's, yes. <laughs> it's a yes and a yes. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Um, so some people just, just generally speaking, they're, they're just born that way. They're, um, they're easy babies when they first uh, grow right, up, right? Right. Um, they're, 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 when, when something distresses them, even when they're like two years old, um, all mom has to do is say, hey, it's going to be okay. And they're, they're easily soothed, right? Right. Um, and they grow on that there's just this pattern. That's just the way that they were born. That's the way that they interact with the world in a low stress kind of way. Um, that's probably like the, the Jimmy Buffett's of the world are, are like, yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, <laughs> I, I can't control it. Then I'm not going to stress about mm -hmm. it. Oh, okay. Well, yep. yeah, that works. Exactly. See, exactly. The, uh, it's funny because I've had conversations with folks about stress recently, well, probably because of the pandemic. And I've said, like, well, stress has always been here. Like, as long as we've been humans, we've had stress. Uh, you know, or in in earlier times when you you were stressed out about a dinosaur eating you, <laughs> or or the inability to find food, you you were stressed. Like there was a real stress. It was just different. Like now we're stressed if people don't like something on Facebook. You know, like there's a, you know, it's the stress has always been there. It's like it's a shadow of, of humanity. It's just part mm -hmm. of us. Uh, first of all, is that any of that right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um absolutely so that's why we are the dominant species and that's why because we have stress um we we're not the fastest we're not the strongest no um but when we when we when we smell uh, the scent of a predator in the air wow that gets us going right <laughs> and we either we either run or we hide or we do what we have to do and and you think about it, we're now having the same physiological response that our ancestors had to a bear, right? But we're having that response, we're contained, we're in our cubicle, we're in our, in our seat, we're looking at a computer, we're hunched over, and, and we're just reading an email, and, and that's what's going through our body. So there's a, a lot of unused energy, right? That's the stress energy that's just sitting in us, and we're just kind of letting it stew and that's that's a, a big problem so that, that's that's the thing so a stress is good it, it, it moves us right um, when it's just constant and and you're not physiologically able to sort of burn up that stress energy that, that's where a big problem comes is there a relationship in your mind between stress and guilt wow that's that's a good question and um in my in my mind for and this is from, from basically from backgrounds in psychology. Right. The, the answer is yes um, for most healthy individuals, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so yes, of course, for most healthy individuals, um, when they feel guilty, um, it's a weight that, that they're carrying around on them. It, it impacts their sleep. That's right. Right. It makes them, um, you know, not enjoy things as much as they would normally. Um and that, that, that can continues on and on and on. Um, there, there are people who are not, you know, by, by society's idea and my idea, basically, they're not healthy. So they don't feel guilt. So guilt isn't stressful to them. Those are um, <laughs> a very small number. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but for, for most people, guilt is stressful. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So 
the uh, the 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 stress also has uh, obviously relationships with the physical being your 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 not just your mental health but your physical health. What have you seen in conversations that you've had, especially as it relates to the pandemic and even after the pandemic and what we're going through right now, in terms of having those fierce conversations at work around? Listen, there's yet another reason to be involved in having great conversations around stress. And yes, mental health, fantastic. Let's have that conversation. Uh, productivity, great. Let's have that conversation. Um, but also physical health. Uh, are, what are you? What are y'all? First of all, let's just. What are you? What are you hearing? What are you seeing as it relates to the physical part of how what stress does to the body? Yeah. It- as you mentioned, it definitely has an impact emotionally, definitely has an impact on your employee productivity. Um, but on the physical body, that's definitely where we see signs of stress. Um, classic is blood pressure. Right? Yeah. So as you get stressed out, blood pressure increases. Um, and, you know, if you're young, hey, that's not, not a big deal. Um, but if you're old and you have, you know, maybe arteries are, aren't as, um, as well maintained as they should be that can be a huge problem. It can lead to uh, cardiovascular disease, right? So, so prolonged stress can literally kill you. So that's one thing. Um, it can, it can definitely impact your sleep. If you're more stressed, you're not going to be able to be sleeping as well. And, and that has tremendous impacts on, on the rest of the body. Um, specifically things like, uh, like your brain, right? So your cognitive ability is going to decrease faster if you can't sleep because right. of stress um, than if you were unstressed. Um, also, uh, interestingly enough, that, that blood pressure, that increased blood pressure that, um, that can be a result of too much stress will also impact your eyesight. So that's, that's a, a, a problem in and of itself right there. So there's, there's tons of different, I keep going, but there's, there's tons of different things that, that impact it's, the body. It's really fascinating to think about fierce and fierce conversations as a wellness initiative, mm-hmm. you know, to, to actually not just deal with the, you know, the, the mental uh, wellness uh, part of it, mental health, but also the physical health as, as we just talked about. Gabe, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for carving out time for us today. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Really, uh, really great talking with you. Vice versa. And thanks for everyone listening to the recruiting daily podcast until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at Recruiting.